Good morning, Mashi. Good evening, Dennis. How's it going? Good. You're a day today. You prepped. You prepped to drop some hot wisdom. It's interesting. I don't think we've ever talked about this, but I went through a huge phase. God, maybe I'm still in it where I was obsessed with the Highlander TV show. Have you ever seen I've that I've heard show? you talk about Highlander. Okay, so not the movie. I love the movies too. I've heard you talk about Highlander quite a lot. So I would say, I wouldn't call you obsessed, but I would say you're in the upper, like, you know, 95th percentile of Highlander fans for sure. Well, I used to watch the TV show, which was- That already puts you pretty high up, I think, right? Well, it was on for six seasons. It was pretty popular. I think I'm just older, you know? Sure. Um, And in it, it's a different immortal. It's Duncan McLeod, not Connor McLeod. I've never seen a frame of a Highlander piece. Movie. Do you you understand the concept? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're immortal. They've been alive. He's been alive for about 500 years. I hear famously, there can only be one. There can be only one. Um, During the course of the TV series, he meets a character named Mythos, who Mm. is death. Not actually a god or a demigod, but the historical figure death. One of four immortals who set themselves up above humanity in ancient times, etc. He's reformed. He's a nice guy now. Mm -hmm. They have an exchange at some point, which I hadn't thought about in a long time, but I think it gives a lot of context to things where McLeod has just fought a duel and won. He didn't kill his opponent, but he felt that he had to because he had accidentally wronged this person and that needed to make it right. And they demanded a fight. And during their exchange after the fight, Mythos and McLeod are talking and McLeod says, we all make mistakes, which I think is very common. Everybody says we all make mistakes. It's Mythos's response. I think is very important. In that moment, when we step in poop, when the something happens, we've dropped the ball, we set ourselves, we all make mistakes. One of the greatest responses I've heard is Mythos reply, which is, and we all have mistakes to forgive. Hmm. It's an interesting perspective on things. I think when we make mistakes, we get so focused on this idea of, I mean, really self-pity. We all make mistakes. Oh, this stuff happens. We're trying to normalize what's going on and really focus on ourselves in that moment in a way to comfort ourselves and say, don't worry about it, Dennis. Don't worry about it, Mashi. We all make mistakes, right? Everyone has had this dialogue. But you don't think about the people you make the mistakes to, I suppose, right? In this case, not all mistakes are interpersonal transgressions, obviously, but some of them are. Sure. But what is very, very important, I think, in normalizing the idea that we all make mistakes is the other side of the table. We, When we say things like we all make mistakes, we are drawing this line with everyone else who's ever made a mistake, which frankly is everybody, yep. and saying, aren't we all the same? I see. But the I've other heard, part of it is true too. I've heard a very similar thing to this, which is that we judge others based on their actions and we judge ourselves on our intentions, right? Uh, yes. I, and that's a very similar sort of thing. Like everybody makes mistakes, but Mashi screwed me over and I'm mad at him about it, right? Right. Rashi made a mistake, and it is very much. I would want you to forgive me, and and, and likely, like you said, you plenty of people have forgiven you in the past for mistakes you've made. So you should extend that courtesy back. But it feels different, and you're right; those are two sides of a coin that are often not married. They they should be. I, mean, I, I agree. Right. I agree. They're, they're they're very often not married, and in fact, I would say they're almost never married. We never have the mindset that like, oh, I made a mistake. 
Let me think about the mistakes that have been made with or around me that I should forgive. Because right. it, it requires like an, a, a pious, like an inhuman level of self-awareness that it's, it's difficult to push to. Well, I think it's the reality, what we're grasping for and failing, by the way. I, I really don't like the idea. Uh, we all make mistakes. Um, I think it's an empty platitude. I think it's a false attempt at humility. Mm -hmm. Oh, we all make mistakes. I need to remember that. That's not what you're really thinking in that moment. You know, it's a, it's a band-aid comment made to draw your mind away from the mistake that has been made and give you false comfort. Who cares? It comes, it, it come, it comes from the, an, an air of being like, well, I'm usually great and temporarily I've slipped to the human level that other people are at. And that, and that's okay. Cause I'm going to rise back up again. It's like people, um, and this is a, a, a slightly more political view. People often um, think of themselves as sort of temporarily embarrassed millionaires or billionaires, right? So like people who yes. vote against taxing people who are much richer than them, it's like, well, that might be me one day. And this is a similar yeah. sort of thing where it's like, well, everybody makes mistakes. I usually don't, but everybody else does. So it's okay that I did this one time. Like it's the exception that proves the rule almost. But the other side of it is when we start to say to ourselves, and we all have mistakes to forgive, I think the humility comes into play a mm -hmm. lot more. We start to contextualize ourselves. And I... The danger here is like, let's not run around thinking of ourselves as wronged persons, especially if it's like, well, we all make mistakes. And you know what? F Dennis, he never paid me back for that fiver. And, yeah. you know, I covered this. I covered that. So that's not what we mean here. What we mean is, or what I take it to mean is in that moment, rather than self-pity, think about how much forgiveness you have in yourself for others. And I dare say, there's comfort in that. Because when you say things to yourself like, you know, I I understand the situation that Dennis was in. And it doesn't matter to me. Why would I be upset about that? Of course, I forgive him. There's nothing to forgive. I think that would do a lot better to offering sucker for your soul rather than saying, well, we all make mistakes. It's an empty, you know, oh, let's just move right. on, blah, blah, blah. Like, Oops is much easier it. to say than it's all right, don't worry about it, right? Like, it's very easy to say, well, my mistakes are just, you know, oopsies and that happens, mm -hmm. yada, yada. But forgiving somebody for their mistakes, and I think it, it it's kind of like a flywheel, right? The more forgiving you are about other people's mistakes, you'll be more forgiving towards yourself as well. Yeah. You do kind of earn, I don't want to say karmic points, but it certainly feels like that sometimes, or at least patience with yourself as a result. You know, it's interesting. I think it's far more um, blood and guts action than that, Dennis. We have a dialogue in our head, mm -hmm. a dialogue in our head. And when that dialogue in our head is, oh, we all make mistakes, it's okay, blah, blah, blah. That's one way that our inner voice talks to ourselves. When we take on forgiveness of others of for all manner, like for instance, um, I very, I, I never lend money to my friends. I give them money. I don't want to, I don't want to be a debt collector and I don't want to, I don't care about it. And it's not like I'm like, well, I gave Dennis a hundred bucks. I'm never going to see that again. It's like, here's money, Dennis. You need this it. This literally happened you. to us because I was coming over to the States and you were like, oh, I'll give you some dollars. So you don't have to like get them exchanged. And then when I come to Dublin next, you'll oh, give me back true. the euros. And then the pandemic hit and you didn't come to Dublin actually ever since. And, and we were talking recently, I was like, I think I stole you money. <laughs> you were like, ah. And I was like, no, 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 this was, I was intending to pay you this back. There was a transaction in mind. But I think it it starts to color your relationship with things. And I so I, I heard this great video. It was a TikTok thing. TikTok does have wisdom, y'all. 
And it was like, the next time you're beating yourself up in your mind about something, record yourself as if you were talking to your best friend who mm. just made the same mistake. How are you going to say it? What are you going to say to them? You and dumb this fuck. You should have of- woken up 10 minutes earlier. You're having all these problems with fucking Zoom. You couldn't log in. Why didn't you get up earlier and do that? Is that this what you did all say? happen today? I mean, I don't know where you <laughs> plucked that example from. It's wild. Um, it's the same kind of process you have when you're journaling, right? So when you, these thoughts that exist, especially when you talk about the thoughts that you tell about yourself, are in this sort of murky, inky depths in your brain, and they're not fully formed. So they're difficult to tackle and difficult to properly process. And the act of, in this case, I mean, in this case, you're trying to apply a lens of kindness, right? You would never talk to somebody else that way. Why are you talking to yourself that way? But it's true uh, in trying to write them down. By force them through the parts of your brain that you need to turn them into words on a page, they start to, usually you start making molehills out of mountains in that case, right? Yeah. Um, but the kindness is important. Like if, if you, you should not be crueler to yourself than you will be to other people because you have to get to a point in your life where you love yourself at least as much as you love those around you. And we are. Aren't we all? I mean, am I the exception? <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> but, well, I, I, th- I think everyone who's not a narcissist is their own harshest critic, for sure. Yeah. And, and it's because, things... and so it's tied to what I said earlier about judging people based on your, you're judging yourself based on your intentions and other people based on their, uh, on their actions. Um, there's a flip side to that. You know, all of your own darkest and selfish intentions and thoughts and doubts and all those niggling things that bother you. And no, not only does nobody else know, nobody else would care if they did know, right? That's... We that's touched, a big one we touched a lot on nobody thinks about you as much as you think about yourself and it's true because you have to live inside yourself all day long of course. um so that one of those things and trying to like think about how you would feel that's a great piece of advice thinking about you know saying it to a friend a good friend of yours um because you're right you are so much harsher on yourself because you're playing with a full deck of cards and yeah. you, you and it's easy to trick yourself into i think those things about myself other people must think them about me when they definitely don't. I've done that so many times, especially with embarrassing things, right? You think, oh God, the world can never know. And then the world finds out and they're like, okay, cool, dude. Yeah, me too. You're like, wait, what? <laughs> I didn't, mm, okay. It does more than soften that particular message though. What we are trying to do in those instances is rewrite our inner dialogue, teach ourselves to be kinder to ourselves and recording it and hearing it in our own voice does help that inner dialogue. Mm -hmm. It does help hearing that voice saying it in a much kinder way. Um, And I think that's really, really important. It's not just, again, it's not form over substance. It's not something we want to do in our lives. Nothing is where we, we just connect the dots and we get the outcome. All form ever is is an attempt to change the substance. And when you adhere to the form for form's sake, there's nothing there. Mm-hmm. If you're not making the change of substance, then that form isn't working, frankly. You need to find a different one. But bare adherence to form never does anything if it doesn't elicit the substance of change that the form is meant to, right? So do you um, find yourself reminded of this sentiment and this quote more when you're seeking forgiveness or when it's being sought from you? I think more when it's being sought from me. Mm-hmm. Which is when it's easy, which is, which is not necessarily even when it's easier to, right? It's, it's tricky, like taking the the high road when, and is, is, is easy in some ways, right? Because it's an elevating thing. It makes you feel good about yourself. But asking for forgiveness is a DL, sort of a denigrating thing makes you feel bad about yourself. But at the same time, you hold all the cards when you're granting it. And there's an element of powerlessness when you're seeking it. Yes. And I think that is the real, there's a lot of control and powerlessness and those issues wrap up into the idea of 
when we make mistakes, I mean, it's funny because making mistakes is fundamentally human. Mm -hmm. Literally, nobody listening to this is mistake free. It is the human condition to make mistakes. Trial by error. That's how we learn. Embrace failure. We've covered a lot of these things. But um, the funny thing is forgiveness, forgiving others feels human and making mistakes feels inhuman. That's how we elevate ourselves as in inhumanity, right? Um, when to some degree, um, they're, they're both human, right? Forgiveness mm -hmm. fundamentally is a human trait, I hope, I believe. And mistakes, certainly we're hardwired into it. Nobody's perfect and we all make these mistakes. What's important though is not writing them off and not covering them over and throwing a boo-boo Band-Aid on them by saying, ah, everybody makes mistakes. Understand not just your perspective when making that mistake, but think about the other side and what the impact or lack of impact that's going to have. And remember that the next time you're called to task to forgive someone else because everybody does mis make mistakes. And everybody has mistakes they can forgive. If one is true, the other should be true too. Forgiveness doesn't mean it's all good, everything's fine. Forgiveness is letting go of the problem from your perspective. You may mm -hmm. not want to be around that person. You may not trust that person ever again. That's okay. That doesn't mean you haven't forgiven them. Mm -hmm. That just means you, know, you have learned something about them perhaps. But let it go and move well on. Mashi, I hope you go into your day today with a little more forgiveness in your heart, willing to give out to the rest of the world. And I hope you have a great morning. And I hope you remember, Dennis, everybody makes mistakes. Have a great day. Not everybody forgives them. <laughs>